welcome to episode 59 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 15th of January 2018. I'm Darren and joining me as always is Terry. Bonjourno, senor. Terry, we haven't recorded since last year. It feels like it's been forever ago. <laughs> it, it really does. I think we're doing it on the Sunday and now on the Monday. It's not like two weeks and a day has passed, but it feels like an eternity ago. It, it really does. I mean, when you text uh, like me the other day and said it feels like forever since, and I'm like, shit, yeah, because I, I actually edited the podcast the same day. Yeah. And normally it takes me like from recording to edit it normally takes me like two three days yeah it's like, oh, well, shit, yeah, you, just you getting round to it <laughs> that, there is that as well yeah there is that um but it was, yeah it was, it's bizarre it, it feels like it's been an eternity ago yeah and, and yet so many things have been going on darren indeedy so tell me what has been going on terry not with me Nothing oh. with me. As always, nothing's going on with me. No, no, no. You've been doing stuff. <laughs> I we, have. We both worked towards an achievement. You know what? We did. And we did. I am proud of us. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was the activity app on, on the iOS. Uh, and it was like, uh, see if you can fill your rings in, your three rings in seven days in a row. And I'm like, well, I mean, I do that on a daily basis anyway, but... <laughs> Oh, the oh, the active right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now re- leave my ring for my doctor. <laughs> oh God, it's bringing fucking Vietnam flashbacks. Ugh. And uh, yeah, so we 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 took on this challenge of fuck it. Let's see if we can get this. Let's do this within a week, and we did. Mm-hmm. Twelve hours of standing. Well, okay, a minute. For yeah, stand 12. at least a minute within within every yeah. hour. Yeah. Do at least thirty minutes and do six hundred calories. What what you told me is kind of like what's like the bare minimum for a regular day's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we hit it. <laughs> we now, to be fair, I mean, I'm normally quite good. I'll I'll work out like five days a week, mm. and I normally have Friday and Sunday as my days of rest. Yeah. Um, Friday, I had to make some adjustments. So instead of like driving to work like I normally do on a Friday. Um, I actually parked in the park and ride and then walked in and then made sure I went for a walk at lunchtime. And and uh, uh, I think Friday was a bit borderline. It was like eight, nine o'clock by the time we ticked the box. Mm. Sunday, however, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Sunday. That was horrendous. I, I, I was like, right, well, it's my day of rest. I'm just going to sit here and play some games. And the number just was not moving at all. So, <laughs> right, okay, I'll walk down to the village and back. That'll fix it. Got back. Nope, that only added two hundred. Don, I need to get to six hundred. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> so I ended up doing two walks to the village. It it was it was pretty bad. Like I woke up. It was kind of the same on Saturday as well because I thought, well, I've got uh, couch five k to do anyway. Mm. So I thought, fuck it, I'll get it out of the way. Uh, I I kind of said to you, didn't I? The basically no games until I get the shit out of the way. And I did. And then Sunday, I'm like, right, okay, let's get the shit out of the way. And I spent an hour and a half on the treadmill and it got to about 500. And I'm like, but why? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think just kind of like, it was like exaggerated walking around the house, to kind of build it up a bit more. And I'm thinking, right, 550, I'm almost there. I'll forgive myself a little bit. Let's play some games. And then... Uh, uh, naturally just kind of burnt that last 50 off. But we got there, yeah, got yeah. there in the end. But uh, I, I mean, I said to you, it, it's making me more aware of uh, what I'm doing or like you politely said to me, or aware of what I'm not doing, which is true. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't 
ever or haven't before this like kind of really kind of paid attention to the activity stuff but mm. uh, even today for example even though we did the week it's like i'm still checking right have i hit this have i hit this yet right okay i need to do a bit more i need to go you know uh so i want to make sure i fill those rings in man and good good that's a good start yeah it's exactly that's it it's a good start but you know it's i mean i got a, a notification on my watch and it's like you know, congratulations, you did this. Uh, and I didn't realize you can uh, set the movement goal higher or lower than 600 yeah, calories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it says, we recommend 600. And I'm like, fair enough. I will I will continue to do this. But like I say, I mean, it's, I, I want to see how long I keep going with it. Um, be, I mean, it's because, not like you've got any big like activity coming up this year. Which no. Require a little bit of training for. No, nothing like that. No. Why Why would anyone do that to themselves, right? Yeah. When you sent that video through, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, going to be fun. It, it is going to be fun. And, and that's the thing. I, I messaged you the other day and said, I'm, I'm nervous but excited. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's it, it it should be a laugh. It, sh- it should be good. Yeah, but, so uh, tough mudder May. It's about seventeen weeks away. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure you'll be up to five k by that point. Yeah. I mean, we've only had <laughs> what three, four, four starts now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's no that- respawns. There's no. <laughs> there's no extra lives. You've got to go for it now. And that's enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> How's it? How how have things been going at the Darren camp? So not bad. Um, I made some radical decisions, but I'll get to those in a minute. Um, oh, okay. So over over the last two weeks, I've aged about thirty years. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> how does that so, work? New Year's Eve. I mean, we haven't really spoke about New Year's Eve. I assume you stayed at home, played games, watched films, and were in bed before midnight. I yeah. I uh, no. I was I was up after midnight. I. Uh, played a game we'll talk about extensively in a bit. Okay. Um, ate a takeaway and then just kind of like linked out. And I thought, nah, I'll stay up till midnight. Saw the clock tick midnight and I went, nah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I made it to 11.46. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> yep. Well, I was hardly drinking over Christmas. And uh, so I we started drinking about five-ish on, uh, on New Year's Eve. So I got like five beers in me. And I was like, mm, we'll have some food now and have some food. And he's like, food on top of beer. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes were like, shit. <laughs> but yeah. Good stuff. Um, so New Year's Eve, um, we brought New Year's Eve by playing board games. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was quite interesting. Um, I won't go too much into the history, but um, a good couple of months ago, I was uh, uh, bought a copy of a game called Patchworks as, mm. uh, uh, as a thank you for something. And uh, you know what? We played a lot of that on New Year's Eve. Yeah, um, yes. Yeah, it's, it's long story short, board game. You go around, and for reasons, you pick up pieces, kind of like Tetris pieces, mm-hmm. and you put them on your board, and you try and cover as much of your board as possible before you get to the end of the run. Okay. Uh, and that's it. Uh, there's there's more mechanics in there. There's like buttons and and this, that, and the other. But w- once we'd gone through a couple of games and got the mechanic down, we're like, ah, oh, this is actually pretty good. And we kind of blasted through that. So that was cool. Hmm. And then we played a lot of, um, is it Exploding Kitten? Exploding Kitten? Yeah, Kitty Exploding Kittens, thing. yeah. So <laughs> so you could tell we'd had some beers in this. Because we started off with actual physical cards and we were playing those. Hmm. And then it was like, something doesn't seem right. It, 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 
because we seem to have too many. Um, so I don't know if you played it, but it, it's if you get an exploding kitty, then you can either defuse it or you can do left uh, backwards and forwards, whatever. Mm. We worked out that there was one exploding kitten and there was four diffuse cards. We're like, I'm sure we've got the instructions wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we ended up just buying the iOS version and uh, doing that and let it do the rules for us. And uh, had a lot better time with that one. Okay. I, I did see this in um, uh, in the uh, Apple Store. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but I need people to – I need friends – so you can do it with the randoms um, mm. or you can do it with um, – so basically if, if I had a set of game going, you, I send you a six-digit code and you could have joined as well. So New Year's Eve – I mean, I was going to send you a message actually, but I thought you'd be busy. Um, uh, all three of us could have played and it worked really well. Huh. Is it is How much is the app? Is I think it, it was two quid. Oh, that's not it, too bad. It, yeah, it wasn't much at all. It was it was good. Unfortunately, you can only play single player. You can't play multiple people on the same iPad, which is a bit shitty. Yeah, it, that kind of feels like something that would be perfect for like a pass and play. Mm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't. Um, mm. So anyway, we played that. I've taken up some new hobbies, Terry. Ooh, okay. I've taken up baking and <clears> watching. <throat> I'm so what? <laughs> I told you I'd aged. Baking I'd, and bird watching. Right. So the baking comes from a game we will talk about later. Um, and we talked about in the last episode. Do so you remember all, all the cooking that you do in mixed yeah. ingredients and all the rest of it? Mm-hmm. So I was doing that and I was like, man, I, I used to bake all the time. Um, I, I don't know why, but I, I, I think I went down in the shop on New Year's Day or whatever. And I, I picked up the ingredients for like scones and stuff. And I started baking scones and cakes and the whole rest of it. It's, mm. <laughs> so anyway, I've done a whole lot of that. And the other thing, and I don't know what this is. Well, you know where we live. You know what our garden's like. It yeah. It kind of overlooks a field at one side and there's a wood at the other side. Mm. And we had a number of bird feeders, but the, the squirrels were just stacking them. So I mm-hmm. thought, right, well, I, I, I got some Amazon vouchers for Christmas. So I, I spent those on some heavy-duty bird feeders, ones that squirrels couldn't mess up. Right. So I put all those in the trees. And uh, then we were starting to get, like, a pheasant every day. We'll get all these different types of birds. And we're like, oh, let's see what else we can get. So pretty much <laughs> the trees that are in the back garden look like Christmas trees at the moment <laughs> with all the bird <laughs> stuff on them. We've even bought, like, a, a bird um, – so you can get, like um, – you know, I can get the bird feeders that just hang off the branch. Yeah. We've even got one with a, a bottle of water in, so they can actually drink as well. Yeah. What's happened, Darren? I don't know. But the thing is, I've even got the... Uh, so I've got my Nikon camera, and that's set up with the tripod in the top window, <laughs> waiting for... It, it's, it's already focused on uh, the squirrel feeder, and the squirrel comes out, and he does his stuff, and all the rest of it. I'm taking pictures, and I'm like... What has happened to me? <laughs> You've turned into Bill Oddie in two weeks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I think also maybe because we watched the, um, uh, I think I mentioned it a couple of shows back, we watched the David Attenborough, the uh, uh, Planet Earth 2. Mm, okay. Um, so I, I don't know if that ticks some boxes or something, something. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, it's quite nice. It's very therapeutic just looking out the window and seeing mass of birds. You wouldn't believe this. At any one time, there's about ten birds in the back garden doing stuff. Apparently, the, there is the, there is the outside to look at rather than just computer screens and and yeah. TVs. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking weird, but I heard that's a thing. Yeah, 
So yeah, yeah. So yeah, vaged. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, made a couple of radical decisions. Okay. So, you know, you know, I I do like a bit of fitness and I like going to the gym and uh, I like going out running and stuff like that. Mm. Um, So I've checked in my gym membership. Okay. So I was getting, so I found all throughout December, I was just bored. Um, I was going to the Mm. gym, I was doing the same routine. All the classes started after I left. So it was just a matter of going to the equipment, do this, do that. Same routine every time. You, You could pretty much time it down to the minute of how long it was going to take me. And I was just like, yeah, that's a bit shit. Right. I could have got a personal trainer, but personal trainers were very expensive. Fucking hell, right, okay. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to jack it in. And I've actually taken up, um, so quite lucky. I, I work at quite a large company and there are fit people there. Hmm. And there's a dude who does, um, I think he's a trained personal trainer. But what he does every Monday and Wednesday, he runs like a, a circuit class. Right. So it's like, right, everybody go outside. Um, right, we're going to start with all warm-ups, and we're going to do either hits, or we're going to do um, circuit training, or we're going to do this, or we're going to do it. I think on uh, or Wednesday it's Pilates or something. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. It, it's um, half an hour, 45 minutes of just intense exercise. And you know what? I've ached after every single one. Which means, I don't know what I was doing at the gym, but I wasn't working at any of those muscles that I've worked over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're doing now, you're doing it right. Yeah, and I, you know what? I feel absolutely great for it. Uh, where at the gym, I was just bored. That's awesome. Like, just kind of breaking the monotony of, of, of being stuck in the gym and, and doing the same shit over and over to going to do this for, we say, about half, half an hour? Um. So it's, yeah, it's... Uh, I think they've been clocking in about 45 minutes each one so far. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're good, they're good. It's various equipment and it's uh, kind of takes me back to when I was down at the gym in rugby. Uh, down in down there, you used to be able to do like fast classes and stuff like that where you just do random stuff for 15 minutes. And I used to get mm. so much better workout from those. Right, okay. But th- this is free. So I've jacked to my gym membership at like 55 quid. I'm doing this in my lunchtime, so I'm leaving at a normal time. And uh, everything's thumbs up. Awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning over the table now and <laughs> all across my shoulders, but it's killing me. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, everything hurts. Yeah, but that that's good. Because I thought I was quite fit. But uh, as I said, after each session, everything's hurt. So I'm like, ah, I was doing something <laughs> wrong or not enough. Ha. Um, I've also decided to sign up for a couple of challenges on, um, on Strava. Oh, okay. So I, I looked at one. Uh, you know how you get in the feed that uh, your, your friends have joined so-and-so. Uh, mm. So I'm like, all right, 500 miles in 2018. I could do that. Clicked on that. So I've joined that. Then, then I saw another one that says, 1,000 kilometers in 2018. I'm like, ah, I can do that as well. <laughs> Clicked on <laughs> that button. Uh, to be fair, working it out, it's only about 120-odd miles more. Right, okay. Um, but it does work out at, uh, if if you give yourself a little bit of a break, it's about twenty k a week. Okay, which is doable because I, yeah. I, I'm normally hitting about twenty twenty five on a normal week without really pushing it. Mm. Uh, but again, it's just one of those things, you know, like looking at your wrist, seeing if you've completed the rings. It's uh, this has got like a running total, so you, you can you know think, well, I'm motivated to go out and do an extra bit of running. Yeah, which is good. I mean, if it if it aids towards the whole. Getting, getting you fit and shit. Yeah. Then why not, right? Indeed. And then just finally, 
So you know how I like uh, Blu-rays, Atlas, and all the rest of it? Oh, Darren, no, you've not sold everything. Oh, yes. What? (laughs) We're in the process of selling them all. What? Right, so (laughs) over Christmas, I spent a lot of time in the front room. A lot of time playing on the Switch, and a lot of time in the corner of my eye, I could see a big pile of 4K Blu-rays. And I noticed that all the cellophane was still on them, and I'm like... (sighs) And even over Christmas, I'm like, all right, do you want, do you want to watch uh, so-and-so? Uh, Christine's like, oh, yeah, do, what, do you not have an iTunes or something? I'm like, well, I could crack the seal <laughs> there, or I could just buy it on iTunes. It's, it's currently an offer. And to be fair, I had a majority of these films in iTunes anyway. So I thought, you know what, while 4K is still relatively new and still worth a premium, I'm going to sell everything again. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm losing maybe two or three quid per disc, but I've already bagged 300 quid. Fucking hell. I know, I know. And we've still got about 18 left on Jeez. sale. So yeah, yeah, I've now got rid of all my physical collection. Uh, and to be honest, this happens all the time. So I'll buy them all, then I'll sell them all, then I'll buy them all, then I'll sell them all. To be honest with you, for someone who hates physical media, I was quite surprised that you was buying like every Marvel film. That was only because the the Xbox did the Atmos, and I was like, "Ooh, I must have Atmos," and then I bought one, and then uh, uh, and this is why I won't do Amiibos, and this is why I won't do like any pop vinyl because it's the collector mentality. Just a, a switch flicks on, hmm. and it's just like, well, I've got one of the Marvel films, I need to have them all, <laughs> and then I went and bought them all. Yeah, you do, and then upgraded them all to four K. Mm-hmm. I'm now selling them all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at least the lesson's been learned. No, 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 no. We will go through nope. this again. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I'll get a disc, or there'll be something that comes out that makes me want to buy a Blu-ray, and then I will need to buy the rest of the set. Yeah, it is a curse. So, um, face palm, there be nothing. So we shall move on. Terry, let's discuss what we've played. So, you and I have been playing a game, um, very similar to the last episode. Um, what else have you been playing before we discuss the Zelda? A couple of things. I started and finished Q. You know what? I really, really like this game. Okay. Um, it's kind of initially starts out like a black and grey palette. Kind of um, imagine like a cartoony limbo. Okay. Two D side scrolly thing, but its main mechanic is um, you get colors, hmm. hue, different hues, and uh, you use the colors to do environmental puzzles and stuff like that. And it's really good. <laughs> okay. How long it, would it take you to get through? Because you did it in one sitting, didn't you? Did it about two, three hours max. If you want to mainline it, there are like collectible stuff that you can go through and, and, and do. And that, by the looks of it, was the only trophy I didn't get. The rest of them are easily dingable. Oh, um, just by like naturally playing through it. But uh, uh, I, I didn't find the need to kind of go through. I was more kind of enraptured by um, the actual, like the room-by-room room puzzles and how do I solve this and uh, it, it kind of the, the same as the shrines, Darren, uh, mm. in the game we'll talk about in a, in a minute. Um 
you know, just that whole epiphany of ha ha got you. And then you kind of solve it and move on to the next one. And it has that very much the same feeling. And, uh, you know what, for, for a simple little game like this, it's, it's, it's really good. I, I, if you've got PlayStation plus and you did download it or, you know, got it when you could added it to your library or whatever uh mm. give it a shot it like i say it's only two three hours it tells the story kind of through like environmental little bits and pieces sure um but yeah it, it's it's kind of in the similar vein to um like i say braid limbo them sort of kind of like indie games like the side scrolling stuff that don't give you too much narratively but it's more down to here's this one car mechanic that we've got this is where the the majority of the fun is, and it's really fun to play through. Sure. Um, okay. So yeah, um, I played uh, Counter Spy again. I don't know why I felt the need to go back to that, and uh, finally finished it on the hardest difficulty. Oh, sweet! Finally finished it. Uh, there's a couple more trophies I can mop up, but uh, again, that game really fun. It's a really fun game. Just to kind of kill like ten minutes, you could probably pop off a couple levels yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah it's really good i really like the uh, aesthetic of that game as well so uh yeah but darren the majority of my time has been into this little indie title called the legend of zelda breath of the wild <laughs> so i can't escape this game so that's uh consumed pretty much my entire christmas and <laughs> um i blame you <laughs> so I'll- I need to go back and listen uh, of how many hours had sunk into it. But when I logged off last night, I was over 100 hours. This is all your fault. Um, but you know what? It's a beautiful little game. It really, really is good. After about 80 hours, I decided, you know what? I think I've been, I think I've seen all the mechanics now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I'm, I'm seeing very little where I'm thinking, oh, wow, how clever is that? So I decided to start progressing the story. Okay. Well, not progressing the story, so... I don't think it's a spoiler, sir, because this happens in the first like couple of minutes. For reasons you wake up, uh, for reasons there's shit going on in the castle, and for reasons you need to get four divine beasts to help you. Mm-hmm. And the the rest is kind of open to you. Uh, go do it how you want in whatever order. It doesn't really matter. Um, so I have now, as of last night, I've taken out two of the divine beasts. Yeah. Um, and you know what? They're good. They're they're interesting little challenges. They're like big shrines. Yeah, I I, I think they're kind of a little bit more dungeony because of the mechanics that they use to kind of change the yeah uh, the 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 kind of environment around you, shall we say? Yeah. Um, but the the way that they utilize that is very very clever. Hmm. Um, yeah, that game's uh, just really good. Yeah, I was in I was in one of the um uh, the the bird one, shall we say, and there was mm-hmm. a chest I just couldn't work out how to get to. And I was like, how the hell did you do this? So I'm like using uh, using the jets to lift me up and all the rest of it. I was like, Oh, so if I press that, the jet doesn't go at the same angle. So that means that'll shoot me up in that direction. Will that work? And it did. I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what what a beautiful, amazing game! Um, it's so charming. Um, but I'm at the point at the moment where I've done two divine beasts. I've got I think one or two side quests, but they mm-hmm. are um, go do stuff, which is going to take a little bit of effort. Um, right. 
and the rest is go do the divine beast stuff. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm on I'm on eighty shrines as well now. Wow. So I've done a lot of those. I do just enjoy exploring them. Um, but I think I'm going to probably march on now and mm. finish the game. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I, I think we were, we were talking about it before is it, it's not a case of like getting bored with it. And I, I, I'm not bored with this game at all. Uh, no. It's just a case of kind of seeing what more it has to offer. Um, yeah. like, like for me personally, I think I'm, I must be clocked in at about 50 odd hours at this point. Sure. Yeah. Um, so obviously I'm nowhere near uh, where you are, but you know, like I've got a lot of shrine quests to do side missions. Uh, you know, the, the main quest stuff uh, I've taken down two of the divine beasts, same as you. Yeah. Uh, I've probably done about 60 shrines sure, at this okay. point, found a shitload of Koroks. And, uh, I mean, it's like last night, for example, I was playing it for a little bit on Saturday and, uh, I thought I've, I've not explored like the, the Eastern side of this Island at all. Oh, really? And I just went over to that side. And I'm like, I've not seen that before. What are these group of islands here? What the fuck's going on? Yeah. And I just spent like two or three hours just exploring like the eastern side of the island. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'd not seen it before. And I was finding shrines again. I was finding Koroks, you know, all that sort of stuff. And yeah. it's just like, I cannot believe I've spent all this time exploring this island and I've this large patch of the island and I'd still not fully explored it. Uh, you know, I'm still finding new things or people to talk to or the stuff going on. I'm still unlocking side quests in places I've already been because I didn't talk to every single person or there was someone just kind of obscured like to the side and, you know, picking up new things. And it's just, the, that game just has a ton to offer. Yeah. I, I think the, the shrines break it up perfectly. Um, you know, just exploring those and, and figuring them out and, I will say, like the the test of strength ones, are uh, obviously very samey. Uh, and it's, uh, once you learn the mechanic, it's very very easy. Yeah, there is that as well, and it's just like, haha, done. Now what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's still some. I found probably like ten hours into that game that I'm like, I still don't know how the fuck to figure this one out yet. And it's like, I don't want to cheat. I don't want to look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of want to figure it out myself. Um, I even tried the, I think there was a side quest, the Xenoblade Chronicles did like a crossover side mission. Yeah. Uh, find three stars. Was it or something uh, like that? It's somewhat along those lines. Yeah. And, uh, I figured I'd give that a go and I'm like trying to decipher some of these, you know, clues and stuff like that. But, uh, that game just has a ton to offer it visually it's it's such a beautiful looking game yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the areas are just broken up and have their own distinctive art style and just you know the characters and, and everything about it just helps kind of make this dare I say kind of this perfect package of gameplay and you know and visuals and the sound design and it's it's just a really fucking good game. Like we've gushed about it on text back and forth yeah, for like yeah. the past two week, two three weeks, and it's just it still doesn't let up. Yeah, it's a really good game. Uh, and to be fair, once we finish recording, I'll be going. The thing is, I'll I'll just oh right, I'll set off in that direction. 
and mm. I'll just do that and I'll interact with lots of people and there'll be lots of random stuff going off and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, you know, I, I were flying over something and I'm like, is that a stable? And then just kind of like, it's somewhere I'd been before, but I thought it was like an enemy encampment. Mm. And it turned out it was a stable and I'd, I got like a couple side quests from it because it's just like, huh, <laughs> yeah, like this yeah. thing that I just happened to fly over. I thought, what's that? And then just had a quick look and kind of flew over there. And I'm like, it's just unlocked something else for me. And, uh, you know, and just just still finding these little areas and there's still some areas I'm not exploring or there's still like some quests that I'm still scratching my head over. It's like, how do I do this? And yeah, I it's it's one of those where I do want to further it, but I would I will be sad to finish it. So uh, what I'm thinking is I'll do the Divine Beasts um, based on the, should we say the abilities that I've picked up from doing two of the Divine Beasts? Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see what additional there is um, and yeah. will they change the how I explore and allow me to get to places where I previously couldn't? And then I'll go for another explore round and then maybe do, do the end of game dude. But I, I was actually looking on speedrun.com today. Mm. And, and and people people are doing this in under an hour. Fuck. Like from start to finish, under an hour. <laughs> oh, that's but impressive. that's that's one of the beauties about the game because you can set off right from the scratch and just and just power through it. Uh, yeah. once you've got your basic powers and got the paraglider, you can just go powering straight in because you don't actually level up with any XP or anything like that. Um mm. you just get so I guess if you know what to do and you can go and get, I, I, I guess they're going to go and get a load of food or something and baking stuff recipes and boosting their health and stamina maybe. Ah, uh, okay. And then just powering through. And if they just pick up a weapon on the way, then they're going to be laughing. I mean, like you said, that that's kind of the beauty of that game is that it, because your character is doesn't have like a level leveling yeah. it's all armor based and weapons based and like the strengths and that sort of stuff it, it does give that ultimate freedom of you know from, like you say from the offset of just like all right i'm just gonna run in that direction and just see what happens yeah and you know like i was just thinking about like assassin's creed syndicate and how it's like this area is this level this area is this level yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of got to do it in the order that they want you to do but with zelda it's just like fucking no you just, just go over there i don't give a shit yeah we've yeah. given you the tools that you need now to fuck off yeah so it, it, like i said I'll, I'll be sad to see the ending of that game however um it, it would be nice to kind of get into something else i think that's why like i played hugh and and um counter spy i have played a little bit of battlefield as well but it just kind of break it up a little bit yeah where i've i played nothing uh and it's yeah and it's <laughs> just one of the yeah. <laughs> i and it's just one of those where it's just like i'll play like a couple of games of like battlefield and i'll just be like I, uh how does this work i don't the these aren't zelda controls what the fuck yeah keep on pressing like the top button to jump and it's like this isn't how this works anymore um so i'm officially really bad at other games <laughs> so yeah. actually a question for you um <laughs> yeah. so we set off with the year of not buying oh sorry seeing how, we're not doing year of shame we're just seeing how long we can go without actually purchasing games mm. have you acquired any uh no oh 
So I have. Um, however, <laughs> yeah. I, no, 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 no. I can justify this. So my my next game uh, that I was going to play after I'd finished Zelda uh, was um, Mario Rabbids. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it on wish list since about November ish. Um, long story short, um, Ubisoft screwed up. They had a double discount on, and I managed to get the physical version for twenty six quid. Which I think that's amazing. Yeah, uh, uh, and they came through with it. It got delivered, everything like that. Um, so it, it turned up. Um, it is sat on the shelf in cellophane, but I'm very intrigued to play that game because remember back when I played XCOM and really enjoyed it but screwed up and then refused stubbornly to uh, replay the game? <laughs> yeah, I do. I remember that. So apparently uh, Mario Rabbids is X- XCOM. But in the Mario universe, hmm. um, so I'm very intrigued, and it also has um, a version of Couch Corp and a version of Couch Multiplayer. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm very intrigued, and the fact that I got the physical copy for twenty six quid, nobody can say that. that well, people can say, "Yeah, Darren, you failed," but <laughs> <laughs> I don't care because that was a bloody good bargain. <laughs> I, I I don't think. Without the justification around it, I, I don't think anyone could grumble at the fact that... Because something like that that's retailing about 45. Yeah, and we're never going to get it on Games of Gold or PS Plus. Yeah. I, I think getting games on like a bargain or something like that is is not to be grumbled at. No, no, no. no. Because like you said, we're not adhering to your shame and I don't have a rich friend anymore. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, like I said, I mean, 26 quid, it's a fucking bargain. No one's going to judge you for that. If they could have done it, they would have done it as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really fucking pissed that I missed that by a day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so to, be, to be fair, um, about 10, 15 minutes after I sent you the text, it expired because I told the lad at work. And he went, oh, brilliant. And then he stuck it in his back basket. And he was just going through checkout and uh, they removed one of the discount codes. Ah, uh, man, so they went, quick. Oh, 35 quid. Uh. <laughs> Jeez, they were on top of that quickly. Yeah, well, it went up on uh, Hot UK Deals, and that's where I saw it. And I was like, ooh, that's a bargain. I've been after that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 26 quid delivered from uh, uh, Netherlands, I think it was. So, yep. God bless Ubisoft. Yeah, bless them. Um, <laughs> but uh, to be honest, apart from that, and if if uh, the Frozen Wilds comes down again, because that came down to about a tenner, mm. uh, I... F- I I feel I need to move away from open world games after Zelda for a little while. Yeah, it's kind of like a bad breakup. Like, it's, I don't want more of the same of that. <laughs> just go to somewhere else. But yeah, I'm just kind of thinking what's next. But so I don't mm. know. I don't know. Um, I I honestly don't know. I think I'm. I, I haven't touched Games of Gold or, or PS Plus for maybe the last six months. So I might have a troll through those and see what there was. Sure, I mean there's some stuff I've I've downloaded. Um, um, you know that I mean it's like, I, okay, so you kind of went the opposite way with uh, the Telltale stuff. Hmm. I'm thinking maybe for me this is kind of maybe my year to kind of pick those up a little bit because I like story driven narratives and and stuff like that. So you did get the Batman ones for free, didn't you? Uh, I've got Batman. I have Minecraft. I have the Wolf Among Us. Uh, Life is Strange. Yeah. Even though that's not t- <laughs> someone's not a fan. Um, <laughs> um, 
but you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I've yeah. got a load of like, these kind of episodic stuff, and uh, it's been a while since I've kind of... Did you finish Borderlands? Uh, no, no, I've got Borderlands to play. Uh, the thing was is because I started it on the iPad Yeah. Uh, when I came uh, to visit you at some point, and then I just thought, but TV, I want to play it on a TV. <laughs> so yeah. I have that installed on the yeah, Xbox, I think. So I'm going to give that a bash. I'm going to give them all a go. I, I, I feel like maybe kind of an episodic, storytelling thing might be pretty good as like a palate cleanser yeah 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 i can um, see that so yeah i'm i'm gonna attempt to give some more of these story driven games a go cool games correct that was games let's discuss <laughs> what we've watched Checkpoint. terry talk to me hi so based off the last episode i was saying that i was going through brooklyn 99 Still going through Brooklyn Nine Nine. I have caught up on Brooklyn Nine Nine mm. uh, as much as I can. What is it, six seasons? Uh, I think they're on five. Okay. Uh, it's really good. It's I, really good. It really is. Yeah, and some good shit. I'm I'm all over Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, just some just pleasant to put on in the background yeah. while playing <clears throat> Zelda. Um, let's see. Last night I watched the first episode of Electric Dreams. Yeah, the uh, the the um the the thingy maker. Um, yeah, that wasn't the best. I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. Oh, then um, you went for some treats then, because uh, I thought that was probably the worst of it. I mean, maybe that's how I feel after I've watched the other ones, but I didn't think it was it was terrible. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying compared to some of the others in these series, it wasn't as good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, was Black Mirror on Channel Four? I seem know. to think. I, th- I seem to think that was. A, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I seem to think that maybe Black Mirror is like a Channel Four thing, but th- this has obviously got that Black Mirror vibe mm, mm. to it. You know, it's each story is different, and it, everything's going to shit. And uh, as, as Black Mirror does, but uh, you, yeah. You- you're in for some real treats. There's some there's some very good episodes coming up. Um, mm. Some futuristic ones. There's some um, there's some present day stuff. There's some uh, quirky stuff. But the, the good thing about the Electric Dreams is they seem to have some big name actors throughout them all. Yeah, because I'm watching it on all four. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like the main picture is uh, like a sci-fi looking thing, but it has Brian Cranston. It does indeed, yeah. On it, and I'm like, okay, I'm all over this. And then I realised that he's an executive producer on this show as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool. It is indeed. Um, so yeah, I was watching that. Now, the other thing I've been watching, <clears throat> I call it TV, but it's not really TV. It's more like YouTube TV. So, you know how I like my true crimey stuff. So, like, you're making a murderers and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, do you know who Chris Hansen is? I am familiar with the name, but I can't tell uh, you who he is. Have you heard of To Catch a Predator? Nope. It's the American kind of like, it's like a sting operation thing. Like, this guy's a dirty pedo. Oh. We're going to catch him out. Um, it's not just about that, but the, this Crime Watch, it's called Crime Watch Daily with Chris Hansen. Okay. But it's like, um, the, they've got like documentaries on, like half an hour documentaries on like different murders and crime things and that sort of stuff. And they're just kind of Moorish. 
the, okay. the way that they're all set up. Like I said, they're kind of like bite-sized documentaries, but they're split into like two or three parts. Some of them can be five or six parts, and then they can be update episodes that update you on the case and, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, hmm. um, it's just been something to kind of, again, something to watch in the background. Sure, okay. Um, just kind of while playing Zelda and just thinking I, I just so much small and easy to digest. And it's just like, these are kind of cool to, to look on. And it's like, I, said, I like my, I like my documentary crimey things and, and that sort of stuff. So I've been watching those and okay. they've been really good. Uh, they're really well done. Cause I think it is on TV in America. So it's going to be well done anyway. And if it's, if it's obviously making TV over there. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's about it. I've watched no films other than the challenge section, but I did buy um, it, but I've still got to watch um, it yet. So, good segue. I have watched it. What? It. <laughs> See it Comedy. Oh, hilarious. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I watched it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, darn, no. <laughs> um, I like it. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- there were some bits in it which were interesting. Um, but uh, okay. it, it's, so it's not kind of a retelling. It's a, it's a kind of ish. But they've kind of, I think what they've done, they've taken the original uh, story, the, the original Stephen King story. Mm. And this, this film is all based around um, the kid side of things. So, you know, the original movie was you had the kid, uh, you, you had the uh, grown-ups telling the story, then we had the flashback, and then you had all that kind of stuff. Then it went back to uh, present time. Yeah. So this is just the kid bit. Okay. And I think there is going to be a part two telling the telling the uh, grown-up bit. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but still, I mean, it was still a hefty film, like two and a half hours long, uh, just for the kid bit. But they did it well. They did it well. Um, there was some very interesting stuff that happened. Um, there was um, some exceptional CG, and uh, yeah, I still hate clowns. <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> clowns are they, horrible. <laughs> I don't feel like this is like the film to uh, test that theory somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, but no, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, a good solid uh, eight out of ten. So okay, I, that's yeah, not I bad. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, TV wise, I or I should say we binge watched uh, Dirk Gently season two. Okay, how was it? On told Netflix. Uh, very good. It was uh, just as batshit crazy as the first season. Uh, some really weird stuff that happened in it, but I think how they did it worked really well. Um, <laughs> it's very hard to talk about without spoiling it because there's a lot of um, pieces on the board, so to speak, and all with their own unique stories and how it all comes together is very clever. Right, okay. But uh, did you did you watch the first season? I've not watched it yet. This this is something I feel like might be my next binge. So I wouldn't be playing on a game console. You, I, something I need to pay attention to. Yeah, there's this yeah. stuff going off, but there's um, this stuff out of, I won't say out of focus, but you know, when you're mo- uh, focusing on the main character, there'll be little things going off in the background and like, what's that? Oh, oh some like proper like pay attention to the show. Yeah, yeah. Like laser focus, okay. Um but I mean the characters are great in it. Hmm. And and just generally it's it's funny without being a comedy. Um I I'm not even sure if you class it as a comedy because it is quite 
serious at times, but there are just shit that goes on. It's just like, that is brilliant. Is it like, um, it's kind of like more quirky it comes across as? Very quirky, yeah. Like you've got the Rowdy Three and there's four of them. Uh, and just things like that. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, it's just a bit bizarre. Um, I mean, it, it's based on uh, an idea by Douglas Adams. So, okay. uh, I mean, you've now seen the original Hitchhiker's Guide. Mm-hmm. So imagine a modern day version of that, but with the detective. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just, um, watch it. <laughs> uh, let's just say that. Let's see. Uh, we've been heading back through the X-Files. We're nearly at the end of season three and it feels like the episodes never end. <sighs> the last episode we watched was for reasons, um, Skinner, um, woke up next to a prostitute dead, which was actually, um, uh, Sam from, uh, SG1, which was weird. What? Uh, Do you ever watch SG1? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the blonde chick? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she played a prostitute in it, and uh, yeah, uh, he woke up next to her with a neck wrung, so it was all the investigation of that, but very slow and somber. What? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> very strange. Um, but, but we're enjoying it. It's very good background TV. It feels like the way that you're kind of talking about it feels like it's a slog. It's kind of hard work, but it's one of those that you put on. So you know there will be many times where it's like, oh, I just need to look up something on on Tinterwebs and I need to just check something out and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'll bang an episode of X-Files on because just as long as I get the first two or three minutes and keep my ear to it and look up whenever there's something action-y, then uh, I can probably follow the most of this thing. Okay, sure. So yeah, yeah, that's what we've been doing. So it's it, I, I am enjoying it because we, we, we never went through it all. Back in the day. So Mm. it's doing that now. Uh, And then just finally, uh, Star Trek Discovery is back uh, after their uh, mid-season break. Uh, How is it? Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. There are some interesting mechanics in play. I think I said on a previous episode that I thought it was a bit lazy with what they did, but I'm glad with what they did. Mm. They've continued on that, and for reasons I think this is going to be interesting. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm mistaken, but I'm sure there was a reference to DS9 in it. And I was like, really? Huh. Yeah, so we'll see if that happens. In fact, that's that's on tonight, so I may not play Zelda. I may watch that instead. They referenced the worst Star Trek. DS9? Yeah. DS9 was good. It's no Voyager. Well, it's not Voyager, but DS9 was interesting. It I'm was, exaggerating a I, bit. Have you, ever, have you ever been through DS9 from start to finish? No. <laughs> so I do that. There are some very interesting characters. I, I don't think it's... Uh, it, yeah, it, it's probably on the lower end of the scale of the Star Trek series. It's no Enterprise, though, am I right? I didn't mind Enterprise. Okay. Oh, God. Sorry, just choking on water there. That's that's okay. Did you not see T'Pol? You know, I've, I've, the I've seen I've seen screenshots and like select scenes. Yep. And they allowed those scenes on YouTube. Surprisingly, I don't know how they managed that, but. Yep. Um. So yeah, DS Nine isn't bad. I mean, it was twenty four. Again, it was back in the day when it was twenty four episodes, and there were seven seasons of it. Mm. so it's kind of a long watch but again it's definitely one of those you can bang on in the background and not miss too much 
Yeah, I I, I was always kind of uh, same with Voyager and and um, Next Generation. Hmm. Uh, there was always kind of on in passing. Yeah. So I'd like pick an episode. Up. Sky One was notorious for having like Voyager. Yes. On, yeah, it was. like constantly throughout the day. So I'd be like, no, I'll just, I'll just bang Voyager on, and just kind of watch two or three episodes, kind of get a loose idea of what's going on, and then and then not come back to it for weeks. Oh, actually, talking about like Voyager and um, and the next gen, did you, have you have you picked up Orville yet? Because I, I know in the UK we're now on six episodes because I've been rewatching them and still fantastic. <laughs> I have watched three episodes. So, what's your thoughts now? You passed the first episode. I think it's good. I it's not from the way that the trailer made it seem was as this is kind of like a slapstick comedy thing. Yeah, but no, it's not. It's not that. It's actually got some like genuine like. I was going to say heart to it, yeah, and it and it does, but it's got some of that Seth MacFarlane funny in it. It has, yeah, um, yeah. but it knows kind of when to be a bit more serious. Uh, yes, um, yes, but I I enjoy it. I, I I think it's good. I'm I'm going to continue watching that because it's only a short season anyway. So yeah, so I think there's only ten. Um, that's kind of what America seems to be doing at the moment, which which I'm happy with, you know. Hmm. Like small, more digestible things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to continue with that. I'll, I'll uh, get that finished. Um, but yeah, I, it's not bad. It's not bad. Excellent. So, Terry. Yeah. I challenge you. On, on New Year's Eve, the party night of the year, to mm-hmm. watch Human Traffic. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Human Traffic? I texted you and basically said, is, was this kind of like a documentary of Darren in the 90s? So... Uh, I I can. <laughs> so this film was out ninety nine. Uh, at that point in my life, I was uh, let's say we were exploring the club scene a lot. Okay. Uh, pretty much every scene in that film, I have a similar story that relates to something. Fair enough. Um, so I, I just find it very relatable. Right from going going out on a weekend and picking up some vinyl. Uh, and that kind of stuff and having having the guy behind the couch say hey have you tried this it's just you know the the vinyl pusher and, uh, and just everything <laughs> throughout the 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 getting to a club through um uh, not through the front door should we say uh, and doing that and having the party and the after party and even taking new people along for their first time and all that kind of stuff yeah so i can highly relate to it because that that was around about my clubbing days, uh, but yeah. but just in general, I I, I thought it was a, a decent story. It's good. Uh, I it was a lot shorter than I thought, it, or it felt short. It's like it was an hour and a half. Yeah, and it seemed to go so quick, but it was just kind of based off of like one night. Yeah, yeah, or like a weekend, should I say? Yeah. Uh, however, watching that scene. Uh, near the beginning when he's he's in retail and he's talking about <laughs> the robots and everything. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, this is so relatable. <laughs> and I used fair, to be like that. Yeah, and to be fair, back uh, back in 99, I was in retail. So again, right, okay. it was just something that, because you, you'd work all through the week and just not want to be there and get like a, a shitty wage and all the rest of it and just being <clears> buggered by your boss. And that soon- was fucking silly. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as five o'clock came, it was just like party time. 
it it, it was really good. I I think it's. I can't relate to it in any way, shape, or form. No, obviously because I wasn't old enough in the nineties, and who fucking parties now? Um, you stay in and watch Netflix and eat takeaways or whatever. I, I, I watch birds out the windows while eating buns. <laughs> Oof, it's living a life. Rock and roll. <laughs> is this what is this what's going to happen to me in ten years' time? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just a phase. I'll, I'll be. I'll be over this phase shortly. <laughs> Am I following the same? You say that now. Who knows? Yeah. Collecting birds like you do fucking Blu-rays. This would be the next <laughs> thing you collect. I know. <laughs> fucking <laughs> want some seed. <laughs> but um, human traffic. It's fucking bizarre i wasn't Mm. i wasn't so sure what i was gonna get myself into with this i I think like the little cutaway like the little random bits that it has and and that sort of stuff make it feel way trippier yes Uh, i think it helps and a young danny dyer in there very young danny dyer a very fucking young danny dyer he's just like wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) sure you can relate to that not in front of a mirror no (laughs) Um, the computer monitor you maybe get like a glimpse of your like reflection and you're like oh oh, this is what life is (laughs) fuck Um, but you know just um, even the bit where it's like what was it the most expensive wank you'd ever you'd ever known sort of thing yeah 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 just silly things like that but very good very very good I'm surprised they've not done like a train spotting to kind of oh let's catch up with these people 20 yeah, years down the line i mm, i kind of hope they don't because I, I i think it was just like a for me it was a very perfect package it, it started off that you started you ended work you had the entire party and then everything ended on the sunday evening and nice happy families so to speak yeah but yeah i i enjoyed this one uh, like i said it, the, this for me like i said i can't relate to it but it's interesting to see what that scene was back in the day it's um uh, one thing that always got me was it was extremely realistic whoever wrote this had spent uh time in their 90s clubbing and partying afterwards and all the rest of it Mm. um i mean we won't talk about some of the content on here just to get (laughs) you on here but there are certain things there are certain stages the night talking about um uh, how Han Solo was a, a, a galactic drug dealer, and, and and those conversations making so much sense right at that time, and, and then the uh, the come down time, the uh, the, the spliff politics. Um, oh, okay. You don't know how true that is. <laughs> I, I think it's like I say, seeing some of this, and I'm thinking, I wonder. Ah, oh, okay. So, so this is what like weekends used to be about back in the day um, uh, oh, how we've I mean, changed th- th- this is like 20 odd years ago now uh, but yeah that that's how the 90s were yeah uh, for some people that used to go out clubbing and I was one of them mm-hmm. yep good times were had you were one of them them people I was and I, I had a I had a wonderful time I bet it was a blast it, it looked like from the film it looked like it yeah it, it just like uh, obviously, it's way more exaggerated, and it's just a fucking film. But to know that that was based off of something—no, that that, that, that I don't yep. think that was overly exaggerated. <laughs> that was pretty close. 
No, okay, yeah. That, that looks like a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every weekend. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Every weekend. Okay, flashbacks. Um, <laughs> so, the next film. And it's only because I've seen this has gone on to one of the streaming services. And this is where the audience pause and scream at their podcast device of choice and say, Terry, how have you not watched this? Do you think so? Terry, you are going to watch Rocky. What's that? <laughs> Pause for the shouting. And there we go. <laughs> yes. I hope someone's listening to this in like public and just, what? Just like <laughs> as loud as possible. <laughs> yes. If you don't get abuse from Trev, then. Uh... <laughs> we know he's dead. So. <laughs> so, yes, you are going to watch the original Rocky. I've watched Rocky Balboa. That helps. So, let's discuss what we've read. <laughs> so, what have you been reading? Um, oh, Darren, this, it's impenetrable. So, I spent a credit. Uh, I got this in my recommended list. It's Cosmos. Okay. With Carl Sagan. Okay. Um, talking about the universe and Ooh. everything and and that sort of stuff. And I thought, you know what? I, I I like gazing up at the stars. I like thinking about where we are in relatively in space sure. and all this, that, and the other. Um, and, you know, the, I think they've got Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson on Netflix. Okay. Yes, maybe yes, got yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And I'd heard Carl Sagan before and, and that sort of stuff. So I thought the bit long story short it's kind of like explaining like science and the world and everything to an idiot mm, okay so that yeah go on i'll give that a go see what that's like um i'm an idiot because like some of the stuff okay they're explaining things to you mm. uh, but just the magnitude of everything is and kind of the way they're explaining it makes sense it's the magnitude of it that i can't wrap my brain around sure yeah um, like for example, they were, they were explaining like how, um, measurements like, you know, kilometers and all that sort of stuff was, was theorized and how that came to be a thing and how someone a few thousand years ago or tens of thousands of years ago, or however long it was managed to figure out clocks and how, you know, like sundials and how using like that managed to figure out how distance works and sure yeah yeah it's just like but what the fuck so i can only listen to this in small chunks because it's just like (laughs) basically yeah but it for me it's like i'm i'm getting the information yeah but then i'm like pausing it and picking it apart to think about it okay and just like fuck that's that's you know then it's like that's amazing like how they've done this, that, that you know, and that the example I gave you is just kind of one small example. But for me, it was just like, fuck that. Like they figured that out from doing that. Blah, 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 what the fuck? Hmm. Um, it feels like something you've got to concentrate on. Sure. Um, okay. So that this is kind of like a car journey thing for me. If I go for like walks, runs or whatever, uh, that's, I feel like that's maybe more music time. Sure. Um, okay. But for, for like being sat in the car is is a little bit more 
making it a little bit more digestible for me but uh that's not bad um it, it's like i say it's a bit of a slow burn but uh it took 45 minutes to get through the opening before the book even started jeez you had like four words uh you you have uh carl sagan's wife she gives a couple of things uh you have seth mcfarlane he gives does an opening uh neil degrice tyson he gives an opening and then it's uh read by lavar burton oh okay um so it's it's got it's got some good you know uh i said voice cast as though it's like a story but yeah. it, it's it's got some good good narration in it and uh, lavar burton's a, a pretty good narrator so uh so yeah that's that is all i've been reading but you know what i think i think this is not a bad book cool um did you do the uh, infinite monkey cage podcast I didn't know that has I, now returned. I couldn't remember what the name of it was, and I, I was too lazy to go back and listen to find it. Uh, okay, uh, but I have my phone in front of me. I'm hitting buttons right now, and I'm going to subscribe to it. Okay, Infinite Monkey Page. Uh, it's um, I don't think it sounds quite as deep as what the Cosmos is, but they they pick a subject and talk about it for half an hour with people that know what they're talking about. Mm. Uh, and it's pretty good. I'm going to give this a go. I, I've I've been wanting to listen to new podcasts and kind of branch out a little bit more. So I'm going to hit the subscribe button right now. Awesome. So apart from that, I've been listening to a book and I've finished it now. Uh, it's called A Gift of Time. Ah, this is the one that you was telling me about. That you're saying that it's really good. Yes. Now, this is a very good book. Um, this is it's about time travel. Okay. And there are many questions asked in this book. I should say it's one of those that there are certain situations and you pause and think, what would I do in that, in that position? What if I could do, and if, would I do that? And it's just one of those, but the way it's told, it's told. um, So you know how you like it being told in um, like a past tense narrator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, It's told like that. Uh, Okay. Um, it's, it's very well done. Um, it's very heartfelt. There are some very good characters in it. Um, it's very strong characters as well. Um, Mm. and there are certain things that happen and I shit you not on two or three occasions, I must've been walking past an onion shop and there must've been in full chop because I'm, I'm pretty sure I teared up at times. Oh, Darren. Seriously. I, wow. I, I mean, I'm dead inside, and uh, it, it really got me in a few points. So uh, we record in this on the 15th. We are, I yes. have a credit that drops tomorrow. Ooh, you need to get that. Um, so that is already on the wish list, so that'll be the first button I hit tomorrow morning. So I've now finished it. Um, I, I, I've got a few qualms. There's one or two mechanics that get used, which... Um, to escalate the story, shall we say? Mm. Um, apart from that, uh, genuinely very good. It, it, it centers pretty much one character and his life, and there's interactions throughout that. And for reasons, stuff happens. Uh, but you you've, you build up such a bond with these characters. Mm. Um, so when uh, stuff good and bad happens to them, you, I, I shoot, you know, there was at one point I was, I think it was um, middle of last week and I, I was listening to it and I was doing some code and all the rest of it uh, and something happened and I paused it. I went, wow. 
I've just kind of deflated, <laughs> took, my, took my headphones out and just put them on the desk and went, wow. <laughs> Darren, what happened? <laughs> I, well, I, you'll see when you get through the book. But I was just like, my God. And then I went and made a brew and put the headphones back in and then carried on with the story. Jesus, Darren. <laughs> I know. It, it, you you want to... You'll see when you get through it. The, the, there are some very strong characters, um, uh, and just the relationships between these characters are very, very good. Mm. But, I, I'm genuinely looking forward to listening to this. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's narrated very well. Um, it's not a guy I've heard before. Unfortunately, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, uh, but he's got a very much Southern accent, uh, mm. Southern American accent, but that goes very well with this because some of the characters are... Uh, uh, redneckish, should we say? Okay. But again, it, it can adapt to that, or it can adapt to um, he, one of the characters, like an old black woman, uh, and he switches to her voice very well, uh, and, and just the way it, it, you can feel the age in his voice of her, if that makes sense. He can do the gruffness of the, of like an aged voice. Yeah, but yeah, it, but he does it very, very well. And 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 again, there are stuff that happened with all the characters, and you're just like, oh my god, that's 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 amazing. Oh, that's that's really sad. Oh, Darren, yeah. <laughs> you are going to be a bit emo around this. Um, oh no, because it will tick a lot of boxes. And uh, again, I know how you like relationships between young children. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, kind of in the, uh, you know, you know, Stranger Things folks on um, like some young kids. Yeah. Um, you make it sound so sordid and weird. <laughs> oh. So weird. But but that, that, that kind of thing. So it, you've got a lot of the story, which is like that. Um, mm. So you've just got uh, kids playing together and doing stuff. Right. Hang on, that sounds even worse. What the fuck? <laughs> um, but no, I think you really like it because you're into that kind of thing. This we we just need to end this podcast now. Fuck everything else. Just let's let's cut off. Uh, no, but I, I I think it's a book you really enjoy. That sounds good. I'll be interested to see when you get through it of if the same place has affected you as the did I. I probably just end up texting you like, <laughs> I can't believe that just happened to so and so. Oh man! But yeah, um, yeah. So that's that. Um, a gift of time. Um, if you've got spare credit on Audible, go get it. It's a very, very good book. And if you've got, it has a very interesting, a very interesting take on time travel. Shall we say? Okay. There's a way it explains away stuff, and I'm like. Actually, that's not a bad way of getting around that thing that happens with time travel. Uh, and I, again, I don't want to go spoilery, but yeah, uh, I think it's very interesting. Very interesting. It's good. Uh, put it this way. I searched high and low for other books by the same guy, um, and he doesn't look like he's continued the series. Has he continued writing? Um, yeah, so he's got a handful of books out there. They're all meant to be quite good, but none of them seems to be following this time travel theme. Right. Which is a pity because I think he does it very well. Okay. So, so yeah, a gift of time. Mm, okay. So, Terry, it is time. Yes. It's time for the reading corner. So Terry, you decided Hi. that we should go and read three issues of Hit Monkey by Marvel. 
Yeah. I, now I feel like I'm onto a winner with this one. Oh, Darren, no. Really? You liked it? It was silly. It was shit. Really? Yeah, I did not like it at all. Um, <laughs> you are what a monkey, and, and, and this guy has taken out all your tribe, so you will get revenge. Come and be a hit monkey. Fuck off. He learned how to do was assassin crap. things by watching the guy do assassiny things. It was crap. And then he became an assassin. It was crap. Wow. I think there was a, I think there was about one page, two page where it basically was bouncing through a room shooting things and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just didn't really get on with the story at all. Um, it, I know it was only you fucking tied a kid up for his suit. At a wedding I, and then came out as a ring bearer with a gun strapped to the bottom of a fucking pillow. What the fuck I, is I, not to I, like? I don't know. I, it just didn't click with me. I got through the first issue. I'm like, man, I've still got another two to go. Shit. I read. I even read the one shot, which was like the prequel up to it. Mm, well, maybe maybe I needed to do that. Um, no, I don't think it would have saved it, to be honest with you. That's really? what you need to know. Yeah, mm. it was rubbish. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This was just something that didn't gel with me, and I don't know why. Because it wasn't overly wordy. I mean, it looked good. Um, I, I thought the artwork was very good. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know. I just, I mean, I know we read a lot of Marvel and a lot of uh, superhero this, superhero that, but there was, there was just something about it, and I was just like, Ugh. Yeah, I was the opposite way of, how come they've only done three issues of this? I, I was like, they've done too, too many. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. Mm. I, th- I, th- I genuinely thought this was all right. I, I think I was just thinking this premise is really silly. And I thought this is just basically John Wick with a monkey. Yes. Yeah. And I like John Wick. And I like John Wick. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, maybe I need to reread it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You've read the right comic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hit, Hit Monkey by Marvel, dude with a mask on. Huh. Like uh, uh, the the uh, Mexican wrestler type, masky type thing. In oh, Bullseye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, and for reasons and stuff, there was shooting and things. I mean, it, 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 it just shot things in the face. Yeah. Uh... They, they, were, they were shooting of things in the face for reasons. Uh, he decapitated a guy in his safe room. Uh, left his head kind of just on the side and just like, wow, that's violent. And he had like a ghost assassin that was guiding him through everything. And even though he didn't like him at one point, maybe that's why, because in the one shot, it explains like in the beginning of the issue the first issue it kind of it starts straight with the um they killed your tribe yeah so in the one shot it shows what led up to that uh so maybe i did need to read that because it and again i think that's what put me off because it started off straight away with oh monkey that man killed your tribe right let's train you up off we go uh, and for me that was kind of jarring so read the one shot because it, it shows all that now, beforehand. It? It's it's too late now. You fucked it. So, yeah. uh, oh man, Darren, I I thought like, how can you go wrong with a hitman monkey? Apparently, I did. Mm. I don't know how that. Oh no. I I, I don't know. It, it started kind of jarring. It started kind of like really. Uh, 
they kill tribe, you kill them. I don't like old man Darren. He's changed. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like fun, silly things anymore. I oh, do no. like fun, silly things, but... It, <laughs> I guess without the outer context, that that starting was kind of jarring. If it didn't have birds or bird feeders, he's not interested. (laughs) (laughs) He's even gone off 4K, for Christ's sake. Well, to be fair, Apple had been very good and replaced a lot of the films already on 4K, so we haven't lost the 4K. Yeah, yeah. 2018, it's just changed you. It's how you get pheasants in the back garden. Pheasants, I tell you. I've got pictures of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is what happens. I haven't had a drink this year. Uh, I can tell. (laughs) Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it is. Maybe you would, like, if you'd have consumed alcohol and read this, you'd have probably thought it was, like, the best thing. Yeah. I'm now old old and serious. Sober Darren's just, (laughs) he's just different. Hitman monkey. That's rubbish. <laughs> I just think the Simpsons old man yells at Cloud, but it's like old man Darren yells at comic book about a hitman monkey. <laughs> so uh, uh, what we're in next? <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore now. I've just, I don't know. Um, comic the next books. One. <laughs> what happened to the days of when pages used to be filled with words, not pictures? So uh, the next one. Uh we read a comic book a while ago called Peepland. Um, okay. I remember you liked that, I think. Um, I don't know. It, it was okay. That that was one with the... It's kind of the prostitute. Yeah, the guy had hid the memory stick with the prostitute. and from... That's the one. Yeah, it was all right. <sighs> Fucking hell. So this is done kind of by the same studio that did that. So... Uh, the... <laughs> You see how this setup is not working. Um, so the next one we're going to read is one called Normandy Gold. Normandy Gold. Yes. But it's rubbish. <laughs> uh, it probably is. <laughs> okay. Everything you're giving me is suck ass. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so <laughs> Normandy Gold. Yes. Okay. Normandy Gold. I, I'm, I'm scared to like present that to you. As, it's like off with his head. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna have a cup of tea and a bun in a minute. <laughs> I would sit upstairs and look at birds, but it's too dark now. I've got a spotlight. Bro. I was I was anticipating you saying I've got night vision. So I actually sold them. Um, I, I did have night vision goggles. They're like the Call of Duty ones. They huh? were the Call of Duty ones. They, they, yeah, they, they actually were. worked really well. I thought they weren't that bad. Yeah, they, they're they not bad. Well, yeah. Anyway, that was the green corner. Welcome to 2018, folks. <laughs> okay, so that's it for this episode. If you want to send us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to send us something on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. Uh, Facebook, if you search for checkpointdone. Uh, website, checkpointdone.com. Um, and if you want to find the YouTube videos, which Terry has stopped putting up, um, the, you can find... I actually them. recorded Hugh. I recorded Hugh. And I'm going to start recording these, uh, what was this, the Telltale stuff. Okay. Episodic things. I'm going to start putting those up now. Cool. Okay. So the uh, before the next it's show, okay. there may be some more videos up there. Maybe. Yeah. 
possibly. Um, if you want to find us on Twitter, I'm at D5120. Not that I check Twitter that often anymore. And Terry is at Foxhound. You miserable old one. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no social, no more social media. <laughs> Things. <laughs> Comic books. <laughs> 2018, it's a new year. Fucking hell. I'm scared. So, <laughs> until the next show, goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>